0: First of all, it's everything about the message, not not much about Paul, the <laughs> website. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. you know enough about Paul already, yeah. as a as a recovering out addict and alcoholic. So also that we have we've combined all the opening uh, riffs on the twelve steps into one video that are on, that's on YouTube. So people may be interested in that. So I think, I don't know why, I think it's called Reflections on the 12 Steps. So yes, if anyone hasn't been here before, I'm just a grateful member of recovery. Uh, I'm sharing mostly about the exact nature of the wrong and the causes and conditions that further the exact nature of the wrong. Uh, this isn't uh, and then how the recognition of the exact nature of the wrong will illuminate the steps and the principles and the suggestions it will bring light to uh, the path of light or the path of illumination that AA can be for some people so it will bring light to that so again the exact nature of the wrong we're just putting it out there and it's really just to see the activity of the disease of alcoholism and really the disease of obsession with self as other than us. Yeah, almost like it's not the radio, it's a certain uh, genre that's playing through the radio. So you don't have to throw the whole radio out or kill the radio. You can just have a change of channel, so to speak. So, and it all comes from uh, as it says in uh, a vision for you, that this power, this higher power, this God is going to constantly reveal to us a lot more stuff. Well, that's happened with me, where it revealed to me uh, the activity of the disease of alcoholism as really a foreign pathogen or more like a parasitical movement. And that by recognizing that it isn't me, the possibility of being free from it, free from it, not free as it, but free from it was made available. And basically it was always available because I am not what I am in the act of being identified as. I am not what I am in the act of being identified as. And that's the real, that's the pivot for me. That was the key to the kingdom, so to speak. It uh, initiated uh, seeing the suggestions and everything that I had heard in AA in a new light and that new light beget more light. And so uh, as a member, I can share that as this action figure called Paul, I've been able without any effort on my part really, but I have been able to uh, travel lighter through whatever my life has in store for me for quite a long while, to the point where I am assured and I'm uh, of what I'm relying on. So, and I would like to capture the whole movement from the failed system to a working system uh, as presented in the fear inventory, which is perhaps there's a better way trusting something infinite rather than finite self. So what needed to be investigated was the trusting in finite self. Uh, You'll find out about the infinite by trusting the infinite. Uh, If you try to find out about trusting the infinite from the finite self, we get stuck in that statement, self-knowledge will avail us nothing. So uh, there's a recognition that the thoughts aren't actually mine Uh, The actions weren't mine while under the influence, and the consequences weren't mine. I was accountable for what happened through me, but I definitely wasn't responsible while I was under the influence. And my own experience over and over again proves that out, because when I started to use a drink, I was apt to almost do anything unless you could physically stop me. And usually that's when certain runs ended was when the police showed up and I was apprehended. I was actually grabbed and I was restrained from doing what I was doing by being put in jail for the night or in the back of the police car and shit like that. It was like being taken over by something that was gonna keep using me until something else intervened, yeah? And so for me, it was always the authorities. So we're looking at the program and the suggestions and the principles, not with a, a microscopic uh, specificity, not you know, going into that, but more about seeing the trees from a forest view, which is brought about by maybe, just maybe the exact nature of the wrong is the act of being identified as that disease really. And um, that's what was revealed to me and we're here to share it. So today I thought I would speak a little bit about the effects of relief from the bondage of self and a large amount of them are presented so beautifully on page 84, right after the ninth step promises, there are the like the 10th step promises which it says at the bottom of page 84, we, and we have cease fighting anything or anyone. Now, when I would first hear that, I thought that was something I would have to do. I didn't realize they're describing an effect that the program and the way of life had over me. At first, I'd hear that, oh, now I've got to cease fighting everyone or everything, as if I'm going to be able to manage myself in that condition. And that was an attitude and a point of view I had when I came in. Every suggestion sounded like an order. And like when people would tell me, why don't you just stop? And I would go, well, I would have if I could have, you know. I mean, to them, it made sense that if I'm the doer of this behavior, I should be able to stop doing it. They didn't see that I wasn't the doer of the behavior. Something was doing it through me, and I had no power over it. This was my dilemma. So at first I would hear all these things that, uh, just like when I heard the first step, it sounded like that my drinking and my drug use caused the unmanageability. And therefore, if I stopped drinking and using drugs, I wouldn't have the unmanageability, which I had a rude awakening, because that's not how it worked. I thought a lot of my behavior and characteristics were based on cocaine usage. I didn't see they were prior causes and conditions that the cocaine was, the taking of cocaine was a way of trying to get out of it. I didn't see it at all. I thought the problem was drinking and using. I did. And when that problem stopped, which it did because I stopped drinking and using, the problems kept continuing and they had seemingly a life of their own. Now the drinking and using amplified them gave them more color and gave them more life. I mean, my consequences out while I was using weren't being bummed out for an hour. It was like a prison sentence of two years. So the the effects of the disease were unbelievable drinking and using, but the underlying irritability, restlessness and discontent did not stop when I stopped using and drinking because they were there before. So recovery isn't, I'm not recovering from drinking or using. I'm recovering from the underlying symptoms, the underlying, I mean, the underlying causes and conditions. And actually how I saw that first step was my unmanageability was caused by my managing. And I would think my using and drinking was a form of trying to manage how uncomfortable I felt. So basically, I learned everything I know about alcoholism from recovery from alcoholism, yeah? So on page 84, it goes, and we have ceased fighting anything or anyone. That's a condition that we become aware of. It's not something I did. For by this time, sanity will have returned, at least the sanity uh, concerning the insanity that precedes the first drink. I will be, I will be established on a new footing, yeah? The spiritual condition will be sufficient enough to keep the mental condition at bay a day, a day at a time. For by this time, sanity will have returned. We will seldom be interested in liquor, and that's been my experience. I haven't had a strong feeling or a thought about drinking and using for 32 years, literally. I mean, I was struck sober so this this effect this effect about be, seldom being interested in liquor was there from the first day of my sobriety. I was done. I had been way overdone seriously. so when the solution appeared and the vehicle for its expression appeared, I was ready. I jumped in the car it wasn 't like I got dragged in and had to be thrown in the trunk or the back. I basically jumped in so If we if tempted, we recoil from it as from a hot flame. Now, I was saved from that because I really wasn't tempted. I was tempted by other acting out, like going out with a woman that I I knew by doing an inventory wasn't a good move, but I wanted to do it anyway. I went for those things, but I learned my lessons over time. And those lessons was brought about doing inventories and sharing it with another sponsor, you know, a sponsor and then learning that I could face life successfully. I could get rejected. I wouldn't have to destroy my whole life, yeah? So if tempted, we recoil from it as from a hot flame. We react sanely and normally, and we will find that this has happened automatically. Now, at this point, we're almost like on cruise control. All the heavy lifting has been done through the working steps, yeah? and. uh <laughs> <laughs> and the foundation was laid for the by following the suggestions, and in the higher power we have been established in the principle of turning our will and life over to the care of a higher power. So we've lost interest in outcomes and shit like that, and so our attitude and outlook has complete has really changed by this point. And then this thing starts. This is like cruise control. We react sanely and normally. That's why we see it, we observe that. That's what happens. I didn't feel like, oh, I'm going to react sanely and normally. No, I, I witnessed, I observed that I was reacting sanely and normally, and we found that this had happened automatically because it didn't look I had much, uh, like I had much to do with it. We will, see ne- we will see that our new attitude toward liquor, our new attitude toward liquor, because our old attitude toward liquor, which was it 's a fucking solution, yeah, it is like at the end, drinking was a solution to the unbearable time from out from the drugs I was involved with when i wasn't if i didn't have the narcotics I wanted, drinking was a way of passing that time until uh, I could get the narcotics I wanted, so we will see that our new attitude toward Luca has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It has been given us. I didn't acquire it. I didn't reach the goal. I didn't attain it. I didn't grab it. I observed that something has changed, that I have changed sufficiently, that I'm acting sanely and normally, yeah? (laughs) And this, and I have a different attitude towards liquor. I don't produce that attitude; I observe that attitude. The program produces it. Yeah. The, actually, the higher power, in my feeling, at, through the program produces it. So, it just comes. All right. So we will see that our new attitude toward liquor has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. But it what. What precedes it is the working steps and, and following the suggestions. That's what allows it to just come. Yeah? All that work before allows these things to enter our life while not doing that work and being obsessed and taken over by the parasite doesn't allow those things to come into our life. So basically, we're almost like a canal and it's one of the con- gates, one of the controls. If those gates are closed, the water doesn't come. When the gates have been opened, the water comes. And then we observe the effects of the water while they, after they come. Yeah. So it just comes. That is the miracle of it. We are not fighting it, neither are we avoiding temptation. That's an incredible condition, man. We are not fighting it, neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we had been placed. Like when I was out there and everyone and everything that was happening was telling me I needed to avoid this shit and then I would fail constantly. For all the reason and all the conviction that I could muster up, I would swear I wasn't going to do what I always did and in a few hours I was in the act of doing it. It was an unbelievable grounding of and into incom you know complete incomprehensible demoralization. I had no say in the matter. Even my being sick and tired of being sick and tired wasn't seemingly enough. So we feel we are not fighting it. Neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel, not we think as though we feel. That's the difference. To me, the effects of the program aren't delivered through thought. They're sensed, they're felt. They're, you'll sense a presence of the higher power. You won't think that there's a presence of a higher power. You will sense a presence of the higher power. It'll become tactile. You'll feel that which can't be seen, heard, taste, touched, and set. You know, and smelled. But you'll feel it. Yeah, that is the miracle. We are not. We feel as though we had been placed in a position of neutrality again. We didn't. We think as though we had been placed. No. We feel once again that we have been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. Now there isn't. The primary condition with this event cannot be irritable, restlessness and discontent. That baseline has been changed into a contentment and satisfaction, yeah? And that gives us this feeling that we have been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. We've just lost interest in the whole fucking thing, you know what I mean? Instead, the problem has been removed. Now, for a, for a problem as, as severe and as hostile and, has, and as debilitating as active drug addiction and active alcoholism to, to be, to be uh, removed is an unbelievable solution. unbelievable solution, really. Everything I'm saying today, all the feelings I'm having today, all the thoughts that are running around me today, all the opinions I may be coming up with today, all all of that luxury of Pauling today is based on that which has been removed. If that shit was still there with the level of oomph it had, I wouldn't be, (laughs) none of this would be happening. I'd probably be, instead of sitting on this couch, I'd be under the house hiding, so that people who own it, like my distant cousins, wouldn't realize I'm living under their fucking porch, and then coming out when I hear them leave. That would be the basic condition I'd be starting from. Yeah, if I was lucky, yeah, so. We feel as though we have been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. What's the appropriate response to that? Fucking honor and gratitude, yeah? We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. I would say that's a 100%, 100% success right there, in my view. That is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. And if you've realized what you're not, then you, you start finding out what you are, which is a spiritual condition. It's not that I have one. If the mental and the physical idea is dominant, then I can only entertain adding onto the mental and physical and emotional condition a spiritual condition with the hopes that it will bring a balance to the others, but when you, with the effects of the program and the higher power over the years, I feel you come to a conclusion that you are spirit. You are a spiritual condition. It's not, it's not trying to find, you know, adding a little bit of spirit with the hopes that it will bring like some kind of okayness in all the other volatile conditions. It will be the condition that's before all other conditions and it will allow you to outshine circumstances and situations and the circumstances of your volatile conditions, emotional, physical, financial, circumstantial, mental. Yeah, The spirit will lend a sense of assurance and reliability to it all. And you can rest there. And you'll find rest there. So. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor are we afraid, but we are clear. Yeah. That is, that, uh, that is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. Yeah. So the whole point is fit spiritual condition. What better way to be fit as a spiritual condition, then being a spiritual condition. I mean, I just don't see, I mean, then the maintenance is being what you are, not trying to go against everything you believe yourself to be to acquire a spiritual condition, but realizing you're actually a spiritual condition first and foremost, and being that is the maintenance of it. That to me is the highest form of maintenance of a spiritual condition is being a spiritual condition. I don't see, because then at all times, the maintenance of it is being maintained by being itself. Yeah, so there you have it for today. Uh, You know, speak about anything, and if you have to share, share. It doesn't matter. Just uh, use this platform to uh, explore, you know, some newer possibilities, yeah? If we can. Thank you.
1: Okay.
2: Thank you very much. Um there's Michael Stacy's raised his hand. Hi, Michael.
3: Hi, Paul. Thank you. My name's Michael I'm real alcoholic. And Paul, um, I love what you just shared about. And, and I would like to hear a little bit more. Um I heard one time you, you mentioned um I can't even say his name right, um uh, Maharshi or someone yeah. like that. He was saying something about um that there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. And, and could you talk about that? Because when, when I hear like um, your spiritual condition, then, then when, when I heard you talk about uh, the presupposing thing, then I was like, well, all the, all the prayers and all the meditations that I've been doing were being claimed by itself. And like, now I, I just kind of lost interest in doing a lot of prayer meditation. I mean, I say a prayer in the morning, but as far as like my meditation goes, I'd rather just go out and clean my pool (laughs) than to sit in agitation itself. So could you talk a little bit about that for me so I can get a better understanding, please? Thank you.
0: Well, it's, we would do more of talking and more about that on Wednesdays and Saturdays, but we'll, uh, because it's more appropriate in that venue. But, uh, in this case, the idea of prayer and meditation, in my view, are ways to improve one's conscious contact. They're not the only ways. They were suggestions sitting atop a lot of different ways. And the point is, if you are a spiritual condition, then almost any way or anything we're doing here can be improving yet yeah, our conscious contact with that. Yes? That's so simple. To have it... To be saddled with only one or two ways to arrive at that improved conscious contact, to me, is insane. When uh, anything you do, and people have found it, you know, they they like nature, they take hikes, they plant shit, they do that, they do this, yeah? As, you know, everything in a way gets to be, can be used to improve one's conscious contact, Yeah anything. That's the growth of recovery. These were suggestions to begin with, but they don't stay that way. So again, uh, like the idea of service evolved for me. You know, At first service was a lifeline because it was a tried and true way I could get out of self. That orbiting of my Whole, all the interest and attention on this mental object called Paul was suffocating. It was like a marathon runner in a closet. I was suffocating. And, and my answer to it actually reinforced all those orbits. So AA gave me an idea of doing service, helping the next person and this and that, and therefore I'll be helped by doing that. And that's what happened. So when I was doing service, the interest and attention would be pulled out of me and put into what was happening. And I felt great relief and I felt bigness and I felt the presence of something that I believe is constantly there, but I haven't been there. you know. I was up the ass of self. So service was like the best tool of the divine proctologist. It would pull me out of self and in the ass and then I would sense... A bigness, and I sense of presence of the higher power, or whatever. But it, over time, not that it, not that the service opportunities weren't uh, weren't taken, I realized that I'm of service. Yeah, that I am that sense that I used to have as an experience when I get out of the bondage of self. I am that state of being out of the bondage of self. I am, That's my state, really. Yeah. My state isn't mental, physical, emotional. That's not the beginning point. Yeah. When I would get out of them, I got to the beginning point, which is of spirit. Yeah? So therefore, suddenly, when I saw myself as spirit, I saw that I'm always available at all times. And if I'm available and I'm present, then I'm of service. That's a huge uh evolution from doing service to get out of the ass of self to realizing i'm of service yeah this is the process of recovery to me yeah it's like an evolution so so now first service is an act that and it's defined as these only these things are service and everything else that i usually do isn't yeah and then by doing that act you come to a new conclusion that basically you're of service, which is unbelievably different, yeah? Unbelievable. One, in a weird way, the doing the service as something different than all the other shit I'm doing is really be, is being claimed by the parasite to reinforce the other conditions as the real condition, yeah? So now you oh, the only way I can get out of myself is doing this. That's a fucking small... That's not a very large peaceful place. That's a conditioned, very very infrequent phenomena. When in fact I'm of service, yeah? So I am always available and I'm and I'm present. Yeah. That's a. That's just way beyond somewhere else. Yeah? So, the idea of Ramana Maharshi and stuff is a lot of spirituality either starts or ends up at this idea that what we've taken ourselves to be isn't what we are. And AA is the same way. AA is much more of an illustration. Yeah. I mean, most of us have a, we have been convinced that any life run on self-will is not going to be successful. A lot of people they have to go to a retreats and fucking meetings to learn that we had a life of it. Yeah, we have all the evidence we need to be super. We're like a prime, a prime candidate for recognizing we're not that. Yeah, because we've been driven by something we're not, something that we're not has lived through us. Yeah, we've had the we've had the consequences of living a life based on self will. Yeah, we should be. Thoroughly convinced of the failure, the failure of the system that we've relied on. And how are we in reliance on it? We're identified as it. So all spirituality either begins or their goal is to get to the point of a recognition of what you're not, so that you find out what you are. And what you are in all of them is a spiritual condition. At the same way in AA. Yeah? So The battle is, is, the, is the stubbornness of the identification as a thing, as a mental activity, as an image. It's a very stubborn predilection, and we need a way of life to get relief from it, and that's what AA offers. AA offers a way of life that will allow a complete change in your attitude and outlook, and maybe, just maybe, you'll end up and find out you're looking at life now from a spiritual perspective, from spirit, first and foremost. And and then you'll realize I was looking at life from a mental condition most of the time since I've been six years old. And then you can see the difference of how it works. If I'm looking at it from one way, I see things completely different when I'm looking at it the other way. And I've had enough samples of the old way yeah I can recognize when it c- tries to promote its little fucking theories and its little conspiracies. I can see it not from it but from spirit we've all had we've all been moved we have moved to we have been moved your head's not going to acknowledge it. We have been moved from a failed trusting something finite to trusting something infinite. We're already in that condition we and then the joy of is knowing it yeah. That's the joy of it. The joy isn't that there's peace of mind, the joy is enjoying peace of mind. The the joy isn't you're uh, your spiritual condition, the joy is feeling your spiritual condition. Yeah. So yeah, Michael, and then on Wednesdays and Saturdays, we can go more into it because, I just see self is described as the the problem. Some people think it means ego, I don't think so. I feel it's a sense of ownership, in other words, when seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is going on, there's a feeling produced that we're the see or the hear or the feel or the taste or the toucher. I believe we're in an act of being identified as self. I see that as the disease, and the disease is really an obscuring activities. So we're looking for the sunlight of the spirit while we are the sunlight of the spirit. Yeah. and AA has given us a way and a means to reach a certain, con- a certain condition where suddenly it will, be, it will seem like we're on cruise control, and it will be very super clear that something's doing for us what we can't do for ourselves. And suddenly the supremacy of the Spirit is becoming observed in your own life. Yeah, You're starting to recognize it. And now you see the fruits of that tree you could never see itself. And by knowing the, f- by, through- by experiencing the fruits, you know the tree. So now you know you're of spirit. Yes? You just know it in your gut. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, Bob C. from New York.
4: Go for it, Bob.
3: Oh, no. Bob, you can unmute yourself, mate.
2: Or not. Oh, okay. All right, so I'll just come back to you, Bob. I've got a question in chat for you. Okay, so this is from Sue in London. I'd like to know how one stays out of self when you work out what you are not, but people close to you still want you to be what you are not and get angry or confused that you are not reacting as you usually would.
0: Fuck them. (laughs) Really. The herd members want you to stay in the herd. Yeah, of course. There's so much stuff involved in that, so it's just like when you you'll hear at a meeting, people will share unbelievable relief, and they'll always bookend it with, "But I'm still fucked," you know, "I'm still one of you." Yes, it's this weird allegiance to the problem. Yeah. And it's not like you got out of self. The real conclusion, you were never in self. You can seem to be in self, but you've never been a self. See, what the mental state does is build a thing called self, and then it it narrates a whole story of you being more in it and more out of it all fucking day. It's an imaginary room. You and I have never been in the room of self. So it establishes the room, and then it tells a whole narration of our day. You were really in it, or you almost got out of it, or you could have gotten out of it, but you really fucked up, so you're really in it. And so what we want is freedom from the reality of the self. And then you'll see the in and out doesn't have the influence it used to have. Yeah? So when you feel disconnected, you're like, well, who is it that feels disconnected? It's not you. When you feel like you're really connected, who is it that feels connected? It's not you, yeah? And suddenly now you can see what you're not from what you are instead of trying to see what you're not from what you're not. You'll be blind all day, yeah? You get established in a new position and then you can see the activity of the old positions. You're not gonna see them from the old position they're just going to be reinforced all day, yeah? So, yes, there's a feeling of being out, in and out, but see, the something has been made by the mental state, and that's called self. So that's why you need a divine proctologist. The relief comes, you don't need a divine proctologist anymore. You realize you're not that which thinks it's in, and you're not that which thinks it out, yeah? and therefore you're established in what you are and you have an ability because you're not moving to see all the mental fucking moving yeah and it's exhausting and it's repetitive and it's the same old same old yeah perhaps now perhaps there's a better way or a different way and you're on that way so now you know that sense of pause we all have in recovery it's an incredible free sample well, I would say the pause is us. That's what we are. We are before thought. <laughs> we are. We are before thought. Now, thought makes us, makes, one, makes us after that. There's an us that thought makes up. Yeah? That's self. But we are before thought. We are that pause, that spiritual interruption of all the shenanigans that comes after. Yeah? That, to me, is what happens. You get placed in a position of neutrality. Thought is not a position of neutrality. There's no way. There's there's an opinion both way. A position of neutrality is not of thought. Yeah. Now you're placed in a position of neutrality. Yeah, you're you're at a you're at a new starting point, like the Monopoly game has been re-edited, and now you're at square zero. And it gets you, it allows you to see every Baltic place and the boardwalk in a different light. Yeah. Now what happens is the dilemma, the problem keeps telling you you're not there, <laughs> and the faith in the thoughts makes it seemingly so, because the faith need has to be moved from the thoughts to the spirit it has to and you and i can't do that that's why the way of life is available so that the faith can be can leave having faith in that finite self and then go to the infinite yeah yeah and we're in that process and uh don't let yourself be your own judge you're gonna you're convicted already in that court yeah You've got to find, that's the whole point of not taking yourself so seriously. Self cannot take itself unseriously. It can, but we can. We can see self as other and not take it so seriously. We can. It's a condition. It's available. Hopefully, mostly what we need is just to hear the possibility of that. So hopefully this platform is allowing that possibility to be heard. Yeah? That's, oh, that's one of the intentions why we do it. Yeah. I found great relief. I have. Not as a special character, but from the special character. I've been relieved of the bondage of self. The selfing keeps presenting itself, but I've been relieved of it. Where my day isn't predicated on its idea of winning or losing. I'm just chilled out usually. And when I'm in an okay condition, It's more than enough. Everything is chilled out here. I'm not concerned or worried about what's not happening. I'm not. So these aren't things that I provoked or did. These are effects I've witnessed. And by seeing them, there was a reverse engineering. And I know why they weren't available before. Because I was in the act of being identified as something that I'm not. And that fucking limited a lot of possibilities in my life. And all I was wanted to do was get out of that. I didn't know I was trying to get out of that as that. I didn't know the statement, self can't get out of self. I didn't know I was caught in that net. I didn't until I did. Yeah, I was calling the one self, Paul. And Paul was trying to get out of self all fucking day. And it was failing and nothing would get established. And I kept seemingly going back into self. I didn't realize Paul was self. I didn't. And that self was trying to get out of self all day. I had to get clear about it. I didn't have to get clear on self. I had to get clear on Paul as self. Yeah, Because I thought Paul wasn't self. I thought Paul went in self and came out of self, went in self, came out of self. But Paul was self. That's why... It, made, it became so clear to me when I saw Paul as self, that self can't get out of self, explained my whole freaking life since I've been six years old. I've been trying to get out of me as me. <laughs> and we've observed in recovery, you can't. Self can't get out of self. But I beg to differ. Paul, Paul can get out of self. All right, Paul, keep going, keep going. And then suddenly, instead of Paul getting out of, you know, getting out of self, back in self, getting out of back self, I saw that Paul was self. (laughs) So I got self, can't get out of self. So there was a stopping of all that shit. And I realized I've never been in self. Yeah, I'm not, I am not Paul. Not the idea that's been strutting around all these years. I'm not that. That's for sure. Yeah. So, my my drive to get, and my drive to get out of self was unstoppable. It was because the self believes, as Paul, it can get out of self. It does. If it's not drugs, it'll use something else. It'll use spirituality. It'll use yoga. It will use whatever it comes in available. Eating anything. It's trying to get out of itself as itself all fucking day. (laughs) And it's not personal. People realize self can't get out of self and they shared it with us (laughs) so that maybe you could see that's exactly what you've been trying to do. And so maybe you can stop, you know? (laughs) Who knows? I mean, I can't stop as Paul, but if I'm not Paul, maybe I can stop. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. I can't stop as Paul. Paul's main drive is to get out of whatever condition it seems to be in. <laughs> it's trying to get out of something, you know. <laughs> but if I see I'm not Paul, and that's Paul self, disguised personally, then I can see it, oh, that explains everything. Self can't get out of self. All time, all those times I shot coke to the point of almost dying with the hopes that I would be there for a second free from self was self. <laughs> I was trying to get out of the shadow, but I was the one casting the shadow. <laughs> I, can't, I can't separate the two. Yeah? If I'm there, the shadow's cast. I didn't see that. I thought the cat, the shadow was something other than me. <laughs> and I could escape it. I could transcend it. I could shoot myself out of it. I, I could fucking sex my w- way out of it. I could do whatever, travel my way out of it. Yeah. But it's failed. Yeah. And that's been very successful for me because I finally realized Paul Emily, Emily, Lou, Mary, Bill, Bruce, they're all self. They're all self trying to get out of self. Yeah. (laughs) And man, I am so glad it's fucking over. Tell you the truth. (laughs) I am. It's exhausting to run around that closet like it's a marathon. It is. It's fucking exhausting. <laughs> and all the other marathon runners won't let me out. <laughs> they don't want anyone showing up their fucking closet marathon. You know what I mean? They're the, everyone, if you keep talking like you're in a closet, everyone will fucking listen to you. Once you start standing, hey, I'm out of the closet. Oh, fuck, that's not AA. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> Fucking, you know. <laughs> hey, you know. Hey, I believe. I really believe. If you leave the closet, others will leave the closet. I do believe it. I believe this is this is attraction, not promotion. Yeah. If you start feeling lighter and you start traveling lighter, you're gonna to come to the same conclusions I've arrived at, yeah? You'll see why traveling lighter didn't seem to be available. It's because of fucking you, yeah? You, the disguising of self as a personal entity. Or you won't, and you'll at least you'll get a date, and won't act out on it, or be able to, you know, go to a picnic and not fucking float, you know, throw shit over places. You'll you'll travel lighter, you know, in spite of yourselves. Really, <laughs> that's the beauty of the program. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The self is restrained on the operating table. It's getting worked on. (laughs) Against its will. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. David? I think they all went to sleep. Hey, David. So, David's uh, gone.
5: Uh, oh, he's Gary, gone. But... yeah, Gary's up. He's right. transcended.
0: Fantastic.
3: Mike Mike Z is now the host, but you do have Gary with his hand up.
5: Gary, you want to
0: go? All right, Mike Z. All right, Mike Z. Go ahead. Where's Gary?
4: Hi. Can you hear me?
0: Oh, Gary. How are you?
4: All right, Paul. Um, I'm a little afraid to come out of my corner here, but I have a question. So, um, uh, like, I've heard you say, um, just don't act out and just don't kill yourself. You know, when you're on that surgery table. Well, no, don't
0: die. Don't Sometimes, die. You know, right. yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, die.
4: Right. Don't act out. And
0: and acting yeah. out, in my hour view, is getting loaded, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. For me, it's a little different, but it's, it's definitely, you know, acting out. And um, it's more like, for me, acting out is, is going into a mental fantasy about uh, sex, love, you name it. And, and so so I sit in the morning and I, I feel like I'm, you know, you've also said you don't experience having to be vigilant. Well, no. I, I experience having to be vigilant. Well, and that will come to life. an
0: end. Don't worry.
4: Yeah. I mean. That's a
0: temporary condition. It is.
4: Yeah. I, I hear that. Yeah. but it's No, you don't believe I'm... it, but you'll
0: observe it. <laughs> I know you don't believe it, but you're, yeah. that's you're not that, but it, you'll observe it. Yeah. That's what scares a lot of people is because it doesn't look like they have a say in the matter. Yeah.
4: It, it's it helps to be vigilant.
0: For you right now, yeah. Yeah. We cannot help in certain conditions. Seriously.
4: Well, but, but, but I also feel like it's sort of the other side of this delping coin, and it's like the cop who's come to chase the robber, and it's a temporary thing, but it seems to help temporarily.
0: Yeah. Well, that's if that's the case then uh yeah. Just make sure you take the the live bullets out of the policeman's gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. He may be shooting himself when he shoots the thief. <laughs> Whatever.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The vigilance everything is predicated on where you're at. It's not predicated on vigilance. It's like some people I've worked with in the program, they would constantly do inventories and the inventories were becoming a form of obsessing with self, yeah? So they were going over every minute minute intention they could have had by why they went to that store that day. And I would tell them, you know, just knock it off and fucking enjoy your sobriety. That's what was uh, appropriate at the time. Yes. Now that guy didn't like what I said, so he found someone who would support his. I thought overvigilance because I thought it was just upset. It was more selfing than I. Yeah. So at one point it was practical and appropriate to do that intense inventory, and then at another point it ain't. Yeah. And that's the fluidity of what you are to be able to recognize that. So sometimes what used to work won't work. Yeah. So what I used to do, is it necessary? And if I keep forcing and believing I have to do it, it's actually providing, it's, it's a disservice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's sort yeah, of like, yeah. If I don't have a lawn, you know, it's time to sell the lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point of the lawn mower is cutting a lawn, (laughs) yeah? Unless I like to collect lawn mowers, but I mean, if I don't have a lawn, what's the point, yeah? Didn't you just hear the flavor of page 84? Place in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part. It's just implying another stage of this process of recovery. Yeah? Yeah. It's not like, you know, writing every second. It's saying, you know, now shit's happening, shit's coming because, let's say, or not completely predicated, but assisted by what we've done, what the vigilance that you showed in a certain prior time is now allowing a lot of shit to come, but that shit to come doesn't need to be maintained by vigilance. It's, yeah? It's freely given. You're placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effing on your part. The problem doesn't exist for you. Where's the vigilance there? (laughs) Your wanting to be vigilant will make up appearances of the problem. Yet the problem doesn't exist for you. But if you want to see a fucking obstacle, you will see an obstacle. Yeah? We're giving everything all the meaning it has. We're making shit up out of nothing all the time. The head, yeah?
4: Yeah, I mean, that's really where the vigilance comes from. It's sort of like, wow, what if I start thinking about and what if I start acting out and what if I – I better be vigilant because the a, a mental process starts well, – No,
0: the, no, no. If you're not acting out, if you're not doing that, you're not doing that, rest there rest there in the in the ease and comfort that's providing (laughs) if when you need to be vigilant you'll know it you don't have to have a preemptive vigilance it's not appropriate at that time if i'm not having anything bothering me i'm gonna enjoy the fuck out of that yeah
4: well sometimes in in my meetings people have suggested well if gonna go be going into a tempting situation and and you know you can't there's no way to avoid it, then it's better to have a plan if you think you know Well yeah,
0: like, if if that's the case, again, it's where you're at. If you if you are still having temptations and it's looks it looks desirous or uh appealing to you, then you stay you know, you limit your affairs at the time, you know? So Of course, but what happens when that's not happening? Then the vigilance and the security cameras and the surveillance can be lifted a little bit, at least fucking, you know, cut the budget a little bit, yeah? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah,
4: Yeah. Yeah, they become maybe a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: I can read out. So now you're afraid. There. You're acting like you're still in prison when you're out of prison, so to speak. Yeah? Let's just enjoy the freedom of being out of prison. Yeah? And then when you, when's necessary, oh, yeah, let's put up that security, you know, lamp or something. Uh-huh. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah,
0: but but to me, uh, that can be a, a – a, that can be – a trap in itself, the idea of vigilance, because it's still putting everything on you, yeah? The you that you're not. When by the 10th step and the promises and shit, it's, it's telling you, you have, it's, not, there's no, it's not based on your thought or effort. Your role has changed. You had a big role, four through nine, but now what that has opened up, you have a very little role in, yeah? <laughs> you do, a very little role So let's respond in kind, yeah, but see the selfing, the disease, always wants to have a big role. It wants to have a big role when the problem is active, and it wants to have a big role when the problem isn't active, yeah? Let's at least diminish its role when the problem isn't active, yeah? Why do I need to have surveillance when the problem doesn't exist for me? Part of the freedom is from surveillance, yeah? Yeah, definitely. So, the, see, the thing is, the, the slavery comes with us, yeah? Even when we enter recovery, the same yapping's going on that was going on before recovery. It's just adapted to a new condition, but it still wants to use that condition in, as a prisoning effect. It does, yeah? It wants you to be in the fear that it could happen in any moment. You'll be struck duck, drunk. So you're living in a fucking fear with the, and the whole program is, out, is outgrowing fear. I mean, what? That's insane to me. Yeah, of course. Take your precautions when necessary, but know that when they're not so you can enjoy fucking the fruits of the program. Yeah? The higher power has a much rosier outlook about you and your life than you do. <laughs> telling you yeah if you're open if you're open to receive you will be granted a lot of shit i don't mean physical shit Um, you know you'll be granted a lot if you're willing to open up yeah and i believe we're all willing to open up the the problem still wants to play the sphincter muscle role it wants to keep that tight fucking sphincter yeah so you can't enjoy anything. What the fuck is that? That's not freedom from the bondage of self. That's freedom as the bondage of self. Really <laughs> I don't want that. That's just like uh, you, you you got moved to a different prison, a different kind of prison. <laughs> You're still, the, inherent condi- the, the basic condition is same, bondage of self, but it looks better, yeah?
4: fuck yeah yeah change
0: but do what you need to do i'm not saying hey you know there's levels throughout the day we find ourselves different places sometimes we find ourselves the fucking house is on fire i caused it I don't know what to do. Well, that's then the best thing to do then as a friend is to tell them where the nearest pail of water is. Then there's other levels where you're free, yeah? Why would you constantly have pails of waters around? Yeah? Yeah? You're free from the fucking fires. Use the water as a pool and go swimming. You see?
4: Yeah. It gets
0: flexible, you're spontaneous. You're not a rope fucking mechanical thing. You can start reading the tea leaves and know what you need to do when you need to do it, yeah? That's the beauty of, of coming out of a straight jacket. The way you wear life is much looser, yes? And you have room to move, yeah. Hey, if you're in a scary situation, then fucking you know you'd have tons of skillful means at your at your uh, beck and call from the way of life we're in but when you're not can you really just do you have to be in a defensive posture all the time you can come out of that posture and be open be vulnerable be available yeah there's no apparent threat right now What's the whole, what's the point of wishing for peace and not being able to open up to it? What the fuck is that? It's more slavery. I want, I want to be free. I want to be free. I want to be free. But as soon as you get a sense of freedom, fuck, call in the security plan. Shit like that. No, you don't. You're pledging allegiance to the disease. We had my mother was this my mother a great woman but she would bitch to the family every year she wanted to go to Hawaii and she wanted the family to buy the ticket and usually we fucked off and then every Christmas she didn't get to go to Hawaii finally we bought the ticket do you think she went to Hawaii no she didn't want to go to Hawaii she wanted us to think she wanted to go to Hawaii she had no she could care less about Hawaii. Yeah, it was something else going on. Yeah, so this is it. The head will say, "Oh, I want to be free. I want to be free. I want to free." It doesn't have the, be it, the. It doesn't have the ability to be free. Yes, self cannot be free. It's not relief. Really, it's not relief really for self from all the other bondages it thinks it has. It's relief from the bondage of self. It's not the relief for self of all the bondages. No, it's relief from the bondage of self. The real bondage is of self. It's not of circumstances and situations. It's of self. It's an identification as something. And when that identification migrates to heaven, it's like if you drop an alcoholic into heaven, it'll be hell in a day. We'll find some reason why to, to feel uncomfortable in fucking heaven. I don't deserve it. It's unbelievable. What's the point to work for freedom when you're incapable of responding? Of course, you're going to have cognitive dissonance. You don't want to arrive there. You don't. You want to want to be free, but you don't want to be free. That's like the difference between the girl and the woman and the man and the boy and the man. That's where the difference is. When they talk about step six and the 12 and 12, this will separate that. Because now you're and now you're really at the, the, uh, the, the programming safeguards of selfing. You'll see it. And there's, oh, I don't want that, you know. So let's just keep. Let's, you know, bring a little bit of peace into that, but self will still be the dominant fucking presence, yeah? What you're not does not want to be free. It wants to be you, yeah? If it can be more of you looking for freedom, it's all for it. But it has no intention of you of of being free. Yeah, it needs us. It's a parasitical movement. It's living off of us. Yeah. And this is just opinions of a member. This isn't. This is what I've observed. This I've ref, there's been reflection on it. I've been affected by this way of life. And I've come to certain conclusions about the exact nature of the wrong. And those conclusions have borne out in my own experience. And so I am passing them on to other members of the tribe. Just so at least you had the possibility of hearing this possibility. That's it. That's the only job, you know. You may not like what you hear. You may like what you hear, but at least you've had the possibility of hearing it. That, to me, is the point. Yeah. Let's see what happens. All right, Mike, is there any other
5: questions? Yeah, Kim is next.
6: Okay, I guess, am I unmuted?
5: Yes. Yes.
6: All right, thank you so much uh, for being here, Paul, and for everybody being here. Um, I have noticed recently, that um, my reaction to a lot of things has changed and um, without any effort on my part. And I'm starting to see this character, Kim, and she's hilarious (laughs) because I mean, just the amount of effort that I put in for the last, you know, 50 years or whatever, trying to be Kim has been a lot of work <laughs> Fuck. and so expensive. And like, now I can see that, that that's a character, you know, and, um, but like the sphincter muscle, I feel like, you know, that, that visibility is kind of dims and brightens and dims and brightens and uh the more i open myself up which i just say you know god please just use me just take me do what you want with me whatever just I, it's not even my life it's i'm here to do your work whatever that looks like and i've just really been saying that a lot and i was wondering if it was your experience or or what that, that it's like uh, we do come out of the birth canal you know in our own process we don't just like pop out one day and wake up at some level because i i see it at times but at some at times i know i'm i don't see it and i think i'm kim and um you know, and then I can see that I'm not. And uh, a quick example is um, several months ago, I got in three car accidents because uh, Kim likes to do all sorts of shit when she's driving and thinks that she can do her makeup and answer the phone and call people and listen to music and do 25 things while she's driving without there being any consequences. And strangely, in like a month, there was three accidents that I caused. One of them, um, Kim did such a good job of convincing the insurance company that it wasn't her fault, when in fact, I, I, I really think it was my fault. And <clears throat> I'm being taken to small claims court now And, um, I really just want to call my insurance company (laughs) and say, like, I fucking lied, you know, like I lied and you know, that accident was my fault and, um, you know, and I can see that the person that did not want to take responsibility for that out of fear, at the time and did such a good job. I mean, she took pictures of everything and came up with this whole convincing thing. And then in, in actually convinced the insurance company that it wasn't my fault. So they're claiming no liability. Um, so the point is, is like, these things are coming to my consciousness, but I kind of fade in and out. And I just am wondering like, is that, has that been your experience or, Did you just come out of the poop shoot all at once?
0: Well, it doesn't, it's not either or. First of all, it's not either one or the other. Yeah. They're both are ways it can be expressed. It can go a lot of different ways. Yeah. So the point is now, obviously now, you know, now is the point. So, I don't see uh, – I just see it – I don't see it anyway, really. I don't – yeah. I'm not, taking my, I'm not taking my temperature every half hour or putting my hand on the pulse. I'm not checking in on Paul mostly during the day. Right,
6: right. Around. Did you? But did it? Did the perspection perspective that you have now happen over a, a period of time? Well, let's or, say
0: what happened is something occurred, and then it's it's coming out happen over a period of time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But if it came out all at once or a period of time, the source is the same. S-O-U-R-C-E, not S-A-U-C-E. The source is the same. Yeah. So. Okay. And Thank the you. stuff Thank with you. Uh, you and the uh, insurance, that's a perfect thing to discuss with a sponsee yeah? or someone in the program. It may be quite liberating to tell the truth. Who knows? I see life as when things are happening, I see them. It may not be the first reaction, but I see it all as an invitation, really. And in a weird way, it's almost as if love is demanding uh, itself from me. Yeah, yeah. So what I used to think would be a real nuisance, I see it as an incredible invitation for Paul to get more undone, you know, in a way. Because, uh, the life of Paul is a whole lot better the more Paul gets undone. So, yeah, yeah. So, I remember when I was young, the first year or so of sobriety, I was looking at a car to buy from people, from AA, like, because my whole life came from AA. And I had it down in Santa Cruz, California, and, uh, there's a wicked road from Santa Cruz to go back north called Route 17 which is it goes over the mountain yeah goes into the mountains so i had this car and it was raining and it's a two lane thing and my car hydroplaned and it was very trippy because as it was spinning if time's really slowed up and i was just like well what the fuck's going on it looked like it took months to hit the Hit the rail and I was I had made a conclusion. I'll know how bad it is when the car hits the rail So it did this whole thing and I was stuck there right And the lights were out and it was on a bend and there was these cars coming and the cars were hitting each other a little bit And other shit was happening. We got the light on someone had stopped We put the with the uh, we put the uh, flare and I got the car started. Yeah, and all these things that happened, people had run into each other. Some people hit, not heavily. And so I, my head, want, I was going to take off, you know, just fucking flee the scene because I was afraid of what was going to happen to me. So I, I started driving and then AA came in and I st- pulled over to the rest stop and these other cars were pulling over. And then the the fire department came and the police and they asked, well, what happened? And I... I sussed up. I said, you know, I had a hydroplane, and then these people hit. And then they go, well, does anyone want to, you know, say anything? They said, no. And he says, okay, you can all go. (laughs) They checked the cars to see if they were drivable, and I took off. And it was like I had learned I could face life successfully because my first reaction was to fucking take off I was gonna get off at the first exit and then hide in a garage or somewhere, park until it, until it cooled off for a few hours. Yeah, that was my old way. But AA stepped in, I, could, I opened, I said, fuck, you know, I did that. And the funny thing is I had a voice recorder with me. So I recorded the, the demonstration of perhaps there's a new way. I had done, I had done something in a new way and i had i i recorded my reaction because i was so jazzed up i got, because i thought i was going to be on the santa cruz newspaper paul hedeman created a 16 <laughs> car thing i swear to god i was just wanting to drive but i i i showed up and the thing went really well yeah it was incredible and it was just a it was just a like almost a, like a necklace of those events where Perhaps there's a better way kept being revealed, and what I learned from all that is to honor that honor when those things occur because the mental state will be will forget a miracle in about a half an hour and remember a resentment for forty fucking years so you've gotta, you've got to override that and honor the demonstration, or perhaps there's a better way yeah so I just awesome. thrown that in there but it was a it was a pivotal moment in my recovery because the old way was taken off and then that I would have been haunted by that for months mm-hmm. I would have been instead I did it, and it was gone and I never thought about it again except to share it like this see this is the whole point perhaps there's a better way so all, all right, right honey all right. thank you thank, yeah.
6: thank you
5: um We've got Conrad by chat. and wanted me to read it because his bandwidth is low, and it is. Uh, sounds like you're you are talking about the construct of ego. If not, what is the distinction? Whoa.
0: I'm not talking about the construct of ego. Ego. No, he said. Talking about a sense.
5: He just wants to know what the distinction is of uh, between selfing and. Ego. I'm talking
0: about a sense of self that comes from the mental state claiming to be the thinker, the feeler, the seer, the taster, the toucher, the doer, yeah? And ownership of shit that we don't own. To me, ego is an objectification by the mental state. Yeah? So the, the, the mental state that is the root of selfing, Is projecting an objectification of itself and calling it ego. It's sort of like Dracula describing a lot of vampires to hide out that it's the fucking big vampire. So that's, I have a a total difference. And see, it's very easy to tell because in our language, people will say, I have an ego and then I lost an ego. Who's that that had the ego and who's that that lost the ego? That's the bondage of self. The bondage of self is presented as the someone, the vague someone who has an ego, and the vague someone that lost the ego. That's the bondage of self. So yes, I see it uh, differently. And then next is Mike J. Deep. After this, we'll have to take a break. I need to uh, urinate. Put the,
5: put the last hand, up,
0: so I don't have the hee wee with me. I gotta, I gotta pull over. All right, so you want to take Mike now? Who's Mike? All right, Mike. Hey Nick, are you the, did you do the music that you sent me? Oh, very nice. We're gonna put it on the website. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. I'm- Making it real nice working
4: on it, so uh, yeah, you'll like it probably in about a week. You'll get an email, oh, from all right, it.
0: all right, and send it when you're done. Thanks, yeah, bro. I really like good. it. Yeah, I was tripping out with it yesterday. All right, where's Mike? All right, here he is. Hey, hey.
2: <clears throat> Mike, alcoholic. Mike, <laughs> thanks, Paul. As always, really good, really good to hear you talk about self. Um, Reminds me of the old joke about the difference between an alcoholic and an addict. An alcoholic will uh, steal your wallet and deny that you had a wallet and deny that you took it. But an addict will help you look for it. And uh, I think that's that's kind of what I get with self. You were talking about my story yeah. is uh, I'll be quick. Um, is I spent two years relapsed in, in AA for a number program, then I got a program, then I relapsed after eight years, ended up back in there. And my concern would be, and I'm back two years now, is um, I don't want to be bonded to the program um, as another bondage. I would like to be free and and go along the get freedom. But how do I stay in the program without being bonded from the program? Oh, easily
0: by seeing the role of the higher power. By seeing the role of the higher power in the program. That changes everything. See, if you're not seeing the higher power, then the program is like a self-help thing, yeah? The higher power is, is the source of humility in the program that recognition that something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself through the mechanism of recovery, but not by recovery. Yeah? That's how keeps you from the bondage of the program, in my view. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. See, if we look at some of the suggestions you get when you come in is, recognize the similarity. The similarity is that something foreign to us has taken all of us over, really. That's where we truly meet. And the solution, we are of the same source, spirit, all of us, yeah? So the program mm, is sort of like a, a windmill that can produce electricity when there's wind. The higher power is like the wind. Yeah, I don't believe the windmill is producing the electricity. It's facilitating that. It's the wind. Yeah. So the wind is the higher power to me. And I think if you see here the the way the effects of the steps are are uh, presented in 83 to 80, all that area, it's very obvious that our job or our role in the program has been diminished severely at that point and now we're just observing effects that are obviously have nothing to do with us in a sense, yeah? To the point that the problem doesn't exist for us. Because it's us, it's it's the mistake in us that's causing the problem to exist. Yeah. We are the petri dish the problem thrives in. Yeah? We are. And we're not at the same time. That's the that's the conundrum of it. We are and we are not. We are the solution and we are the seeming problem. And to recognize what we're not from what we are, let's say from spirit, is what the AA program uh, supports, is that clarification of recognizing any life run on self-will, not your will, but self-will, and seeing self as a foreign agent, yeah? That it's taken our will, and it's using its own will disguised as our will, yeah? And its will, and then all the law, all the while, it allows that which we are, or Paul, to think that it has an agenda, but the other agenda is self's will, yeah? And it's winning out, yeah? And we need an adjustment, and we can't produce the adjustment by ourselves. So the adjustment, the tools of the adjustment are the program, but the operator, the the doctor, is a higher power, yeah, in my view, so... Yeah, don't worry about it. When Just get established in the program, yeah, and then you'll see what you'll see, yeah? But first, sincerely take that position and get to the point where you're established in it, yeah? Make sure at that point, after a few years, Mike, those suggestions will be habits. They'll be actions that aren't accompanied by thought like i don't think of going to meetings i go i think which one yeah so i the first year or two is so important because the suggestions can galvanize by turning into habits and the habits definitely are actions not accompanied by thought and if the problem resides in the thought system you don't want the problem to have much to say about the solution you don't yeah so get established in the way of life of aa and then more, 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 more will get revealed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, bro. And you're in good hands, yeah.
5: Okay, time to pee?
0: Yes. You want to, you want to keep going. You'll just have to take a minute or two. Uh,
5: no, you guys no, decide. I'll hard. be
0: back in two minutes.
5: Okay. Uh, anybody want to? Want you to raise their hands before he says bye? Oh, and Kaiser, um, I was—I didn't email you yet, and other people might want to know this too. Um, you. I don't know that he has specific fourth step uh, recordings. He's going to look to see if he has old tapes. But okay. um, if if you Google the non-duality talks and also put the word Dover in, he would go every year to a, to a facility in Dover, New Jersey, that would cover uh, specific AA stuff. So it might also emphasize fourth steps, but they're not specified in the title. So that's the closest
0: Gotcha, thanks. Yeah, Dover. I I saw that and I started
4: listening to that, so I think it was I was lucky. And also his oh. under arrest book kind of is helpful too.
5: Oh, you got it. Good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Oh, and I've got a, a good AA recording on that I put on my channel because I thought it was so good. I'll I'll send you that uh link. Thanks.
4: And then Mike, after uh, uh, Paul, if you could explain reading the big book as descriptive rather than instructive. Uh, you, you'd you mentioned that. I don't know if that was his thing or whatever, but I came across it through you. Thanks.
5: Sure. Who was that?
0: <sighs> All right.
5: But so no other hands went up, so I guess it's just buy time.
0: All right. Let's just do a little more and then... Take off.
5: Okay. A little more that you want to do? Oh, G, just read. Ah, hi, G. Come on up. Hi, hi, my Paul. It's been an amazing meeting.
1: I just want to, I just want to say, can you describe more about the ego? I I love the description between the ego and self, and I just thought it was really helpful.
0: So, it's an objectification of self, in my view. Mm. so the ego is like taking an activity and uh, like when you used to have biology class and you'd open up the frog yeah Mm. the frogging isn't happening there's a frog so to me the ego is like a static idea masquerading or disguising a verbal activity called selfing That's what I feel. So, Hmm. you know, so I feel the disease is a verbal activity. The mental state is an act. It's in an act of being identified as self. Yeah. And then it has, then there's a presentation of it, like as an object, this thing called ego, which loses the, the verbing of it to me. Yeah. So, i don't I'm not interested in the ego much the idea of an ego you have yeah. to have one yeah. in a sense as self yeah mm. i don't know I mean self is so empty it has to grow a lot of shit <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm. so uh, but I'm interested in the act of being identified as something that you're not. I think that's the uh That's the root of the problem. I think there's a verb going on, verbing. I call it selfing. So selfing, just look, like when when you go into memories, you're pictured as a body, yes?
1: Mm.
0: When you remember G two years ago, you're pictured as a body. That's the reference for all the mental obsessing is that you're a body yeah when you're thought about you're thought about as a doer but the doer is pictured as a body yeah you're thought about as the thinker but the thinker is pictured as a body that's the image that comes up yeah Mm -hmm. so the mental state and what we perceive mostly here are things yeah i don't see space i see what's in space yeah so my perceptions are of things my thoughts are of things my memories are of things yeah but what happens if we are really a no thing maybe what we are is of spirit yeah and what we're in is of things and as jesus says uh you you're in this world and i'm going to paraphrase it you're in this world of things but you're not of this world of things yeah so obviously you're not a thing so to speak from his point of view so the mental state is taking us to be a thing is remembering us as a thing it's projecting us into the, the future as a thing it's perceiving everything as a thing yeah And uh, if you're not that, then basically, you got the wrong GPS, in a sense. Your life is being navigated as a thing. And maybe that's why you're not so satisfied and content, because you're not a thing. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the idea of ego is the complexity of being a thing, in a lot of ways, but what causes us to feel like we're a thing isn't the ego it's the the claiming of what's happening to imply there's a one that to me is the bondage yeah. of self yeah, mm. yeah. so can't <clears throat> you can't look at it as a noun you'll miss its verbing you will
1: mm. yeah yeah
0: to think of it as a self is you've already swallowed most of its activity. It's already one in a sense if you think it's a real thing, self. Mm. But it isn't. It's selfing. So it's, the head is constantly implying you're a self or a thing. Mm. It's thinking as if you're a thing. Mm. It's going over your life as a thing. So basically to it, you're a thing. And maybe that's not a correct diagnosis. Maybe you're not a thing. Maybe you are of spirit. So you would see how it could go off based on the the basic starting point, yeah? yeah Yeah, so let's say like I was an old friend of mine came in from town. She called me up, and I went to pick her up, and she had a master in psychology and shit like that and she had been going to school forever and i had, and so she hadn't seen me for a while but she knows she knows what i seemingly do so we're talking she wanted to talk and she started her talk based on the assumption that this is a real place and we're real things yeah mm-hmm. and then i don't believe that assumption so i immediately said i don't really feel like we should talk because the basic starting point i don't agree with I don't agree that we're real things. I don't. So what's the point of talking? Of course, your whole logic is built on this is a real place. If I don't believe that, then I'm not going to go with your logic. You know, It's just that simple. So let's not talk and go get a coffee. And that's what we did. Because I could see she was going to be right and I was going to be right. And from her view, I'd be wrong. And from my view, she was wrong. So what's the point? Going through it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, this is, and it's not something to, to think about. It's something to find out, you know?
1: Yeah. I tried to practice it today. I went to, the shops are open, Paul. So, I went, to, <clears throat> I went to meet my girlfriend at a big mall. And then there's a Starbucks, and it's, it's, it's in the center of the mall. And you have to go down these steps, and like, there was, everyone's queuing outside these stores, and there was like a big crowd. So I'm going down these steps and I have to wait in a queue to get my coffee. And I found myself really going into self, like getting a little bit, you know, shit, there's girls looking at me, there's people staring. And I had to remind myself of what you share about, you are not self, you know, you're selfing right now. And then when I did that, I felt relaxed. And then for a few seconds, but then I felt, am I really doing this or am I pretending to do this? And, and then well, I'm, that was self I'm again good. yeah I'm that was good. self
0: again bro you see yeah yeah once you see it it's, it's gonna go like out the, it's gonna go out the front door and then come in the back door <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i like it more solid but what it does
0: yeah. it's like it's like a it's a, like a fly that when it flies back in it says it wasn't the fly you saw <laughs> <laughs> it's from the same John. It's from the same genus. Fly. What's <laughs> <Once laughs> a fly! Never a fly. Whatever.
1: Yeah. I find it hard to keep a straight face. Like I'm trying to not self, but then like the fly. Oh, i
0: out bro. I know. You, yeah. That that period of pantomime ends. Mm. Yeah, you get really, you get relaxed in it. It's not gonna be you know when you uh, you know you upset something. It usually has a reaction. So when the system gets upset, really upset, it brings out the old guns, the big guns. You're a loser or whatever. You're never gonna be loved. You're onto something. Yeah. If it's just laying low, you know, and it's lazy, it's because you're not even close to seeing it. Once there's a seeing of it, it really starts going off. Mm, But, yeah, yeah, you'll weather it. See, the point is, when it stops, you're still there. You've never gone (laughs) anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean G. I mean what we are. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah. All right, bro. It's very nice to have met you in these squares, everybody. Yeah. 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 I feel like... um, yeah, a fondness for everybody—not everyone, but most of you. Yeah, you're uh... <laughs> I, I, one of God's lieutenants
1: for me. You know, you come what? in. You know, something AA—they say we are God's lieutenants. The people that come before. You know, and yeah, I yeah. think you've added a, added a whole other dimension to my recovery. You You remind yeah. me of my second sponsor. He He was the same. He thought there was a lot of crackpots in AA who scared out of their mind. And do you know what I mean? And we are continuing. We We are. We are what would he say he said we, are, we we go to we are continually told how fucked up we are you know we're the only group of people that have to be told continually how fucked up we are that's why i like i like the way you describe things and you know we
0: just bang well that really ends too how, how fucked up you are yeah that ends also yeah what ha- what happens is acceptance shows up yeah, yeah. If I, if I was really Paul, there would be no acceptance of that. I'd fight it for the rest of my life. But by seeing I'm not that, Paul gets a great benefit. There's an acceptance of Paul, yeah? So Paul does its little thing, and it's, it's not, you know, he doesn't play a major role anymore. It's fine. And then the idea of someone else was talking about, when I was taking self-seriously, everything was like CNN headlines, and now it's, comedy, now it's comedy central, basically. I have the same show going, but it's, it's whole, the way it's held by the audience is different. Before I took it seriously, now it's comedy. It's hilarious, like the lady was talking about. It is. It's hilarious how small it is. <laughs> it's a very tiny little thing. No thing, really. All right, bro. Good to yeah, see you. Thank you, Paul. Hey, I think we want to end, eh? Unless we have a burning desire.
5: Any burning
0: desires? I have a burning desire to leave soon, but, well, I'll hold it <laughs> off for a second. No? no, no?
5: Mike, keeps trying to get your attention. Mike. Oh,
0: oh right. there's V. All right, V.
5: Mike, wait. I was I trying to get attention. I always, I, if some somebody said somebody's trying to get attention but I don't see.
0: Yeah, V, V Phillips.
5: Yeah. Mike is trying to get your attention Ben for a minute.
0: Oh, Mike, Mike is trying to get my attention.
5: Yeah. Go ahead Mike then. If...
0: Oh, here he is, Mike. Yes, Mike, yeah. You got to unmute yourself. There uh-huh. you go.
7: Uh, sorry, missed, uh, uh, brilliant stuff! I missed the start of the show, but I, I watch it on catch up if you like you know, the next day. Um, but I've got, a, I've got a question: instincts. Who do they belong to? Like what? your in instincts in the twelve by twelve? It says we all have instincts. Yes, and the, have who the action do figure balance. The
0: action figure does. They don't belong to anyone. They're the action figures. So like the, does the bumper of a Toyota belong to the Toyota? No, it's just the bumper of the Toyota. So the action figure has needs that it cannot fulfill. Yes. So this event, the action figure is dependent on things to be okay. And the basic drives are shelter. Yes. Food, yeah, uh, sex, and then, let's say, social contact and stuff like that. So that's the action figure. That's the basic agenda of the action figure, yeah? The, or the vehicle, let's say. So what happens with the mental state, the mental state, move, based on those needs, starts having a lot of wants, Yeah. So the need for shelter turns into wanting to have four houses. And when someone's at a meeting talking about, they're super anxious about buying their fourth house. Yeah. They already have three, but still super anxious about, I may not be able to get it, whatever. There's no need for shelter there. They already have shelter. It's gone into another level. Yeah. So now the mental state is expressing itself in uh, by blowing up and distracting you from needs into wants yes yeah but all the drive of the wants are based on needs so this is basically what the action figure needs to be okay yeah a certain modicum of food clothing shelter, contact with others, love whatever yeah. The mental state appoints itself as the manager of that drive to get the needs met, and then it goes off on wild tangents and turns a lot of the needs into wants that can become extravagant and shit like that. Yes. As yeah, a way okay, of but- out. so now it has it has the action figure to obsess over, and that's what it does. Yeah. 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 But see, the thing is, so the whole idea of recovery is to replace that managing of the instinctual drives by the mental selfing, yeah? By the mental idea and allowing uh, an influence other than the mental to sort of direct us or drive us in the pursuit of what we need, yeah? And maybe a word in the English language will become very paramount, which is enough, yeah? So now you'll have a real sense of enough where you're taken care of. And so that mental anxiety doesn't have any traction, yes? Because something else is running the agenda. That's the whole idea of the third step in a way. So this is all based on the Uh, action. Hmm?
7: Am I confused? When, like when you were saying about you having your coffee with the uh, psychologist, yes. um, and your instinct was to have your belief that we are no thing, which I kind of, I, I, I buy into, I believe that we are no thing, we are spirit, as you say, but isn't that spirit thing believing instinctively in your own thought processes, which it believes are correct and are unwilling to believe what the psychologist says. Isn't that an instinctive thing?
0: No, to me, that was an intuitive thing based on having conversations in the past when the reference point they started from were different. I knew, I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere.
7: But is, is belief not instinctive?
0: Is it not instinctive sure. to maintain belief? Yes, definitely. It can be. But see, the restink, the, what's looking for the relief as us is what we really want to be relieved from. You see, what's claiming to be the action figure is a mental idea. It's seeking relief, but in its seeking of relief, it produces a lot of angst, yeah? And an actual opposite of what it's looking for, which is relief, yeah, it produces the opposite. Recognizing that we need to be managed, this action figure needs to be managed by something else, yeah? So really in our case yes there's relief like getting up and going to the bathroom was relieving for the action figure but then we get to it we need to get relief from that which is trying to manage the getting relief yeah we need to be relieved of self yeah. yes yeah 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 I yeah. get. Okay. yeah yeah so yes, there's a seeking for relief, and then there's a seeking for relief from that which is seeking relief. <laughs> exactly, Yeah. <laughs> because that thing's never satisfied. If it gets a little relief, it wants more relief, and then a better relief, stabilized relief, at the expenses of other people's relief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just gone awry. It's a crazy system. And we're just extreme examples of it, you know, being addicts and alcoholics. Yeah. We've been trying to get out of the system as the system for a long time. Yeah. So we're just trying to get to the exact nature of the wrong. What causes me to keep trying to get out of the system as the system? I must believe I'm not the system. <laughs> or why? Yeah. Once I realize I'm not that which believes it's not the system, I'm free from the system. Yeah, because, yeah. (laughs) Paul doesn't think it's self. It doesn't. Paul thinks it could be in self, but he also believes it can be out of self. Yeah. It doesn't realize that Paul is a construct of self in a way. So once you get the bigger picture it makes total sense when you look at all the antics that were produced by this mistake of thinking I can get out of me as me. See, I thought I was clear about me, but I thought Paul was not me. Paul was something, an authentic me or a bigger me or something. I didn't realize it was out of from the same system until I did. Yeah. And that's where the real relief became available. Yeah, yeah, and then the instincts are met. I have a fucking great life. Yeah, I have food. I've, I'm sitting on a nice couch, shit like that. Well, am I looking for a bigger couch? No, not right now. Am I looking for a bigger house? No, not right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine, and therefore my head can be off. It's off duty, and then I can just chill out. Yeah, yeah, so. All right, Mike, it's always nice to Thank see you, you at the talks. And to see you, Kaiser and Carl, everybody. I really appreciate John O, G, Sonny. This is one of my favorite squares square. Jim and Trish, Maggie, Rob. Let's see uh, who else is here. We got Mike O over there. We got Mike out in the wilderness. Nice to see you, Mike. Dimitri and his little Star Trek. He made his own replica of the Star Trek uh, captain's area. It's a Smaller seat, but what the hell. Production value is a little low. We got Malcolm, nice to see you. Paul, nice to see you there. Mike again. Uh, Sue, nice to see you. Sue D from London. Let's see what else is here. Uh, we got everyone there. We got Mike. We got Alina. Nice to see you. We had that lady. Paula. Nice to see you, Paula, there. Bur, uh, Bird or someone. I don't know who that is. Cam in Chicago. Nice to see you, Cam. Paul. I think Paul is. I don't know where it is. undisclosed location. Stevie. Stevie in U.K. Mike. And uh, let's just, yeah, it's nice to see everybody. I'll see you soon. Thursday. Yeah. Or, and then, Mike, you can tell them about Wednesday or Saturday. I'm going to take off. Okay. Bye. Thank Thanks, you, man. Thank you. Bye, Paul. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank
6: you. I hope.